Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. <clears throat> this week is Shah 34. And that's, uh, we begin with Numbers 1. You find that on page 145 of your complete Jewish Bible. Adonai spoke to Moses in the Sinai Desert. In the tent of meeting on the first day of the second month of the second year after they had left the land of Egypt. He said, take a census of the entire assembly of the people of Israel by clans and families. Record the names of all the men, 20 years old and over, who are subject to military service in Israel. You and Aaron are to enumerate them company by company. Take with you from each tribe someone who is head of a clan. <clears throat> These are the men you are to take with you. From Reuben, Elitzar, the son of Shedahor. From Simon, Shumiel, the son of Zerishadai. From Judah, Natchison, the son of Amabidab. From Issachar, Nathaniel, the son of Tazor. From Zebulun, Elahab, the son of Helon, <coughs> of the children of Joseph, from Ephraim, Elishama, the son of Amihud, from Manasseh, Gamiel, the son of Padatsor, from Benjamin, <coughs> Abidan, the son of Gidoni, from Dan, Achizer, the son of Amishadai, from Asher, Pagliel, the son of Okran, from God, Elisav, the son of Deuel, from Naphtali, Achera, the son of Enan. These were the ones called from the assembly, the chiefs of their fathers, clans, and heads of thousands in Israel. So Moses and Aaron took these men who had been designated by name. And on the first day of the second month, they gathered the whole assembly to state their genealogies by families and clans and recorded the names of all those 20 years old and over, as well as their total numbers. Moses counted them in the Sinai Desert, just as Adonai had ordered him. The men 20 years old and over who were subject to military service were ordered by name, were recorded by name, family and clan, starting with the descendants of Reuben, Israel's firstborn. Here are the totals. Descendants of Reuben, 46,500. Descendants of Simon, 59,300. Descendants of Gad, 45,650. Descendants of Judah, 74,600. Descendants of Issachar, 54,400. Descendants of Zebulun, 57,400. 
Descendants of Ephraim, 40,500. Descendants of Manasseh, 40,500. Oh, excuse me, 32,200. Descendants of Benjamin, 35,400. Descendants of Dan, 62,700. Descendants of Asher, 41,500. Descendants of Naphtali, 53,400. Moses, Aaron, and the twelve leaders of Israel, each from a clan, counted the people of Israel by their clans. Those twenty years old and over eligible for military service in Israel, and the grand total came to 603,550. But those who were Levites, according to the clan of their fathers, were not counted in the census, because Adonai had told Moses, Do not include the clan of the Levites when you take the census of the people of Israel. Instead, give the Levites charge over the tabernacle of the testimony, its equipment, and everything else connected with it. They are to carry the tabernacle and all its equipment, serve in it, and set up their camp around it. When the tabernacle is to be moved onward, it is the Levites who are to take down and set it up in the new location. Anyone else who involves himself is to be put to death. The rest of Israel are to set up camp, company by company, each man with his own banner. But the Levites are to camp around the tabernacle of the testimony, so that no anger will come upon the assembly of the people of Israel. The Levites are to be in charge of the tabernacle of the testimony. This is what the people of Israel did. They did everything that Adonai had ordered Moses. Adonai said to Moses and Aaron, The people of Israel are to set up camp by clans, each man with its own banner and under his clan symbol. They are to camp around the tent of meeting, but at a distance. Those camping on the east side, toward the sunrise, are to be under the banner of the camp of Judah. They are to camp according to companies, by tribe and leaders they are and they are as follows Judah Natchison the son of Abinadab seventy four thousand six hundred Issachar Nathaniel the son of Tazor fifty four thousand four hundred Zebulun Eliab the son of Helon fifty seven thousand four hundred totaling one hundred eighty six thousand four hundred This group is to set out first. Those camping on the south are to be under the banner of the camp of Reuben. They are to camp according to companies by tribe and leaders, and they are as follows. Reuben, Elitza the son of Shedahor, 46,500. Simon, Shalumiel, the son of Zerushaddai, 59,300. Gad, Elasaph, the son of Reuel, 45,650. Total, 151,450. This group is to set out second. Then the tent of meeting with the camp of the Levites will set out, with the other camps in front and behind. They will go in the same order as their camps are set up. Each man will go forward in his position under his banner. Those camping on the west are to be under the banner of the camp of Ephraim. 
They are to camp according to companies, by tribe and leader. They are as follows. Ephraim, Elishema, the son of Amihud, 40,500. Manasseh, Gamaliel, the son of Padatsur, 32,200. Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gidoni, 35,400. Total is 108,100. This group is to set out third. Those camping on the north are to be under the banner of the camp of Dan. They are to camp according to companies by tribe and leader. They are as follows. The tribe of Dan will have the chief of Eshzizer, the son of Amishadai, 62,700 in number. Asher with the chief Pagliel, the son of Akron, 41,500 in number. Naphtali, with the chief Arshir and the son of Enan, 53,400, which makes a total number of 157,600. This group is to set out last with their banners. These are the ones counted from the people of Israel by clans. The total number recorded in the camps, company by company, was 603,550. But, as Adonai ordered Moses, the Levites were not counted with the rest of Israel. The The people people of Israel did everything Adonai had ordered Moses. They set up camp under their banners and they set out, each according to his family and clan. These are the descendants of Aaron and Moses as of the day when Adonai spoke with Moses on Mount Sinai. The names of the sons of Aaron are Nadab, the firstborn, Abihu, Eleazar, and Itamar. These were the names of the sons of Aaron, the Kohen, whom he anointed and ordained as Kohen. But Nadab and Abihu died in the presence of Adonai, when they offered unauthorized fire before Adonai in the Sinai desert. They had no children. Eleazar and Itamar served as Cohen in the presence of Aaron, their father. Adonai said to Moses, Summon the tribe of Levi and assign them to Aaron the Cohen, so that they can help him. They are to carry out his duties and the duties of the whole community before the tent of meeting and performing the service of the tabernacle. They are to be in charge of all the furnishings of the tent of meeting and to carry out all the duties of the people of Israel connected with the service of the tabernacle. Assign the Levites to Aaron and his sons. Their one responsibility in regard to the people of Israel is to serve him. You are to appoint Aaron and his sons to carry out the duties of Cohen. Anyone else who involves himself is to be put to death. Adonai said to Moses, I have taken the Levi from among the people of Israel in lieu of every firstborn male that is first from the womb among the people of Israel. The Levi are to be mine. All the firstborn males belong to me, because on the day that I killed all the firstborn males in the land of Egypt, I separated for myself all the firstborn males in Israel, both human and animal. They are mine. I am Adonai. Adonai said to Moses in the Sinai desert, 
Take a census of the tribe of Levi by clans and families. Count every male a month old or over. Moses counted them in the manner Adonai had said, as he had been ordered. The names of the sons of Levi were Gershon, Kahat, and Merari. The names of the sons of Gershon were Libini and Shimi. They fathered their respective clans. Likewise, the sons of Kahat, Amram, Itzar, Hebron, and Uziel, the sons of Merari, Machili, and Amushi. They fathered the clans of the Levites. Gershon fathered the clans of Livini and Shimi. These were the Gershon clans. Of them, 7,500 males a month old or over were counted. The Gershon clans were a camp behind the tabernacle, were two camp behind the tabernacle toward the west. The chief of the Gershon clan was Alizaf, the son of Lael, in connection with the tent of meeting. The descendants of Gershon were to be in charge of the following, the tabernacle itself, its inner and outer coverings, the screen for the entrance of the tent of meeting, a curtain surrounding the courtyard, the screen for the, pre- for the entrance of the courtyard surrounding the tabernacle and the altar, all the fixtures and ropes for these items and their maintenance. Kahat fathered the clans of Amram, Itzar, Hebron, and Uziel. These were the Kahat clans. Of them, 8,600 males a month old and over were counted. They were in charge of the holy place. The Kahat clans were to camp next to the tabernacle toward the south. The chief of the Kahat clan was Elitzaphan, the son of Uziel. They were responsible for the ark, the table, the menorah, the altars, the utensils the Kohen used when they served in the holy place, the curtain, and everything involved with the maintenance of these things. Eleazar, the son of Aaron the Kohen, was first among the chiefs of the Levi and supervised those in charge of the holy place. Maari fathered the clans of Malki and Mushi. These were the Maari clans. Of them, 6,200 males a month old and over were counted. The chief of the Maari clan was Tazuriel, the son of Abaliel. They were to camp next to the tabernacle toward the north. The Ma'ari clans were assigned responsibility for the frames of the tabernacle, along with the crossbars, posts, sockets, and fittings together with their maintenance. Also, the posts of the surrounding courtyard with their sockets, pegs, and ropes. Those who were to camp in front of the tabernacle on the east in front of the tent of meeting toward the sunrise were Moses, Aaron and his sons, who were in charge of the holy place. They carried out their responsibility on behalf of the people of Israel, and anyone else who involved himself was to be put to death. The total number of Levites, whom Moses and Aaron counted by their clans, all the males a month older over were 22,000. Adonai said to Moses, 
register all the firstborn males of the people of Israel a month old and over, and determine how many there are. Then you are to take the Levite from the Adonai, in place of all the firstborn among the people of Israel, and the cattle of the Levite, in place of the firstborn of the cattle belonging to the people of Israel. Moses counted, as Adonai had ordered him, all the firstborn among the people of Israel. The total number of the firstborn males registered, a month old and over, of those who were counted was 22,273. Adonai said to Moses, Take the Levi in place of all the firstborn among the people of Israel, and the cattle of the Levi in place of their cattle. The Levi's are to belong to me, Adonai. Since there were 273 more firstborn males from Israel, then male Levi in order to redeem them. You are to take five shekels of each of these, which is equal to 20 gerads. Give the redemption money for these extra people to Aaron and his sons. And Moses took the redemption money from those who were over and above those redeemed by the Levi. The amount of money he took from from the firstborn of the people of Israel was 1,365 shekels using the sanctuary shekel. Moses gave the redemption money to Aaron and his sons in keeping with what Adonai had said as Adonai had ordered Moses. Adonai said to Moses and Aaron, Take a census, census of the descendants of Kahat, who are among the descendants of Levi by clans and families, all those from 30 to 50 years old. These will enter the corps doing the work in the tent of meeting. Here's how the descendants of Kahat are to serve in the tent of meeting and deal with the specially holy things. When the time comes to break camp, Aaron is to go in with his sons, take down the curtain, which serves as a screen, and cover the Ark of the Testimony with it. On that, they are to place a covering of fine leather, and on top of that spread all an all blue cloth. Then they are to insert the carrying poles. On the table of showbread, they are to spread a blue cloth and place it on it to the dishes, incense pans, offering bowls, and pitchers. The perpetual bread is to remain on the table. They are to spread on these things a scarlet cloth, cover them with a covering of fine leather, and insert the poles. They are to take a blue cloth and cover the menorah for the light, its lamps, its tongs, its trays, and the jars used to add oil to it. They are to wrap it and all its accessories in fine leather and place them on a carrion frame. On the gold altar, they are to spread a blue cloth, cover it with a covering of fine leather, and insert its carrying poles. They are to take all the utensils they use when serving in the sanctuary and put them in a blue cloth, cover them with fine leather, and place them in the carrying frame. After removing the greasy ashes from the altar, 
they are to spread a purple cloth over it and place it all the utensils required for the altar service. The fire pans, meat hooks, shovels, basins, and other utensils for the altar. Then they are to spread over it a fine leather covering and insert its carrying poles. When Aaron and his sons have finished covering the holy furnishings and all the holy utensils, when the camp is about to move forward, then the descendants of Karat are to come and carry them. But they are not to touch the holy things so that they won't die. These things are the responsibility of the descendants of Karat in the tent of meeting. Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the Cohen, is to be responsible for the oil for the light, the fragrant incense, the continuing grain offering, and the anointing oil. He is to be in charge of the entire tabernacle and everything in it, including the sanctuary and its furnishings. Adonai said to Moses and Aaron, Do not cut off the clan of Karat from among the Levites. Rather, do this for them, so that they will live and not die. When they approach the especially holy things, Aaron and his sons are to go in, and you are to assign each one his task. But the descendants of Karat are not to go in and look at the holy things as they are being covered. If they do, they will die. Then we have Hosea 1, excuse me, 2-1 through 2-22. You find that on page 707. Nevertheless, the people of Israel would number as many as the grains of sand by the sea, which cannot be measured or counted. So that the time will come when, instead of being told, you are not my people, it will be said to them, you are the children of the living God. Then the people of Judah and the people of Israel will be gathered together. They will appoint for themselves one leader, and they will go up out of the land. For that will be a great day, the day of Jubilee. The day of Israel. Israel, I'm sorry. It's all right. Say to your brothers, my people, and to your sisters, pitied. Rebuke your mother, rebuke her, for she isn't my wife, and I'm not her husband. She must resume, remove her whoring from her face and her adulteries from between her breasts. Otherwise, I will strip her naked and place her as she was the day she was born. Make her like a desert, place her like a dry land, and kill her with thirst. I will have no pity on her children, for they are the children of whoring. Their mother prostituted herself. She who conceived them behaved shamelessly. She said, I will pursue my lovers who gave me food and water, wool, flax, olive oil, and wine. Therefore I will block her away with thorns and put up a hedge so she can't find her paths. She will pursue her lovers but not catch them. She will seek them out but won't find them. Then she will say, I will go and return to my first husband because things were better for me then than they are now. But she doesn't know it was I who gave her the grain, the wine, and the oil. I who increased her silver and gold, which they used for Baal. 
So I will take back my grain at harvest time and my wine in its season. I will snatch away my wool and flax given to cover her naked body. Now I will uncover her shame while her lovers watch, and no one will save her from me. I will end her happiness, her festivals, Rosh Hodesh and Shabbats, and all her designated times. I will ravage her vines and fig trees, of which she says, These are my wages that my lovers have given me. But I will turn them into a forest, and wild wild animals will eat them. I will punish her for offering incense on the feast days of the Baalim. When she decked herself with her earrings and jewels, pursuing her lovers and forgetting me, says Adonai. But now I am going to woo her. I will bring her out to the desert, and I will speak to her heart. I will give her her vineyards from there, and the Echor Valley as a gateway to hope. She will respond there as she did when young, as she did when she came up from Egypt. On that day, says Adonai, you will call me my husband. You will no longer call me my master, and I will remove the names of the Balaim from her mouth. They will never again be mentioned by name. When that day comes, I will make a covenant for them with the wild animals, the birds in the air, and the creeping things of the earth. I will break bow and sword, sweep battle from the land, and make them lie down securely. I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness, in justice, in grace, and in compassion. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness, and you will know Adonai. When that day comes, I will answer, says Adonai. I will answer the sky, and it will answer the earth. The earth will answer the corn, wine, and oil. And they will call and they will answer God will sow. I will sow her for me in the land. I will have pity on Loraum, the unpitied. I will have pity on the unpitied. I will say to not my people, you are my people. And they will say, you are my God. And we have Matthew 4, 1 through 17. Find that on page 12, 26. Then the Spirit led Yeshua up into the wilderness to be tempted by the adversary. After Yeshua had fasted 40 days and nights, he was hungry. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, order these stones to become bread. But he answered, The Tanakh says, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of Adonai. Then the adversary took him to the holy city and set him on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, Jump, for the Tanakh says, He will order his angels to be responsible for you. They will support you with their hands so that you will not 
hurt your feet on the stones? Yeshua replied to him, but it also says, do not put Adonai, your God, to the test. Once more, the adversary took him up to the summit of a very high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world and all their glory, and said to him, all this I will give you if you will bow down and worship me. Away with you, Satan, Yeshua told him. For the Tanakh says, Worship Adonai your God and serve him only. Then the adversary let him alone, and angels came and took care of him. When Yeshua heard that Jonathan had been put in prison, he returned to the Galilee. But he left Nazareth and came to live in Parkinum, a lakeshore town near the boundary between Zavulum and Naphtali. I believe that's Capernaum. Capernaum, okay. This happened in order to fulfill what Yeshua, the pro oh, this happened in order to fulfill what Isaiah the prophet said. Land of Zavulum and land of Naphtali toward the lake beyond the Jordan, Galilee of Goyim. The people living in darkness have seen the great light. Upon those living in the region, the shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time on, Yeshua began proclaiming, Turn from your sins to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. As Yeshua walked by Lake Kinneret, he saw two brothers who were fishermen, Simon, known as Peter, and his brother Andrew, throwing the net into the lake. Yeshua said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers for men. At once they left their nets and went with him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, Jacob ben Zabidai and Jonathan his brother in the boat with their father, Zabdali, repairing their nets, and he called them. At once they left the boat and their father and went with Yeshua. And we have Romans 9, 22 through 33. Find that on page 1412. 9.22 Now, what if God, even though he was quite willing to demonstrate his anger and make known his power, patiently put up with people who deserve punishment and were ripe for destruction? What if he did this in order to make known the riches of his glory to those who are the objects of his mercy? whom he prepared in advance for glory. That is, to us, whom he called not only from among the Jews, but also from among the Gentiles. As indeed he says in Hosea, Those who were not my people I will call my people. Her who was not loved I will call loved. And in the very place where they were told, You are not my people, there they will be called sons of the living God. But Isaiah, referring to Israel, cries out, 
even if the number of people in Israel is as large as the number of grains of sand in the sea, only a remnant will be saved. For Adonai will fulfill his word on the earth with certainty and without delay. Also, Isaiah said earlier, If Adonai Zavaot had not left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom. We would have resembled Gomorrah. So what are we to say this, that Gentiles, even though they were not striving for righteousness, have obtained righteousness, but it is a righteousness grounded in trusting. However, Israel, even though they kept pursuing a Torah that offers righteousness, did not reach what the Torah offers. Why? because they did not pursue righteousness as being grounded in trusting, but as if grounded in doing legalistic works. They stumbled over the stone that makes people stumble. As the Tanakh puts it, Look, I'm laying in Zion a stone that will make people stumble, a rock that will trip them up. But he who rests his trust on it, will not be humiliated. Thank you, Father God, for getting us with your word on this here Shabbat. We humble ourselves before you, and we ask that you will guide us and lead us in the right direction. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. Amen.